Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash 365 and get on your way to being your best self. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone else. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. BetterHelp.com. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Phil Miller, American Gaming Association, is there an event that has more on it as far as gambling than the one this week? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know enough about World Cup, but I, no. I would say that you know it's probably the only thing that's even remotely close. This is the, you know, this is it. This is the big enchilada for American sports. Uh, I was in actually I was in London yesterday, and you know you're kind of you're getting close to Premier League uh, titles and all the rest of that stuff. But you, it's kind of funny when you get on the airplane in London and you and you see the map and you're getting leaving how little the UK is, right? right? America, 330 million people, you know, sports obsessed in a bunch of different ways. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing that compares to the Super Bowl. Um, March Madness is close. And again, I, I don't exactly know what the World Cup looks like on a global basis. But in terms of sports fans, sports interest in and around football particularly, yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing at all like it. So we are at a, uh, a crossroads in the country where sports gaming is becoming legal in, in states yep. more and more and more. I was just actually in, in Kansas City. It's legal in Kansas. It's yeah. not in Missouri. I'm walking around, the guy tried to get me to sign a petition, and I was like, like buddy, I would, but like, yeah. not going to help you here. I don't live here. <laughs> so, but, um, but it is changing. What needs to happen so that we can – get sports gaming in more places and i know that like you know obviously regulation and different things have to come down unified from the, the federal government but what do you think is the are the next steps to to kind of tear down some of the walls well um excellent question really interesting to see how where we've gotten mm -hmm. um you know for a long time the only place in america where you could legally bet on sports was here in nevada mm -hmm. yep and so you know governor chris christie when he was the governor of new jersey he said that's bs you know like we should be able to bet on sports. There is nothing in the Constitution that says that one state should have the monopoly on a business. 
<laughs> and i.e. sports business, sports betting's a business. And so he took this case to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court agreed and said there's absolutely no reason for this. And so what happened was the court said, we're not going to say the federal government should go fix this. They said, states, you all decide what you want in terms of sports betting. So look, there's states like Utah that will probably never have. They don't, Utah doesn't have a lottery. They don't have any casinos. It's culturally not what their thing is. And so that's up to the policymakers, the stakeholders in the state to make those determinations. But man, I've been in government, advising government, lobbying government, doing politics almost in my entire life. I've never seen anything move as quick from Supreme Court saying, mm, Nevada no, no, should not have a, lot, a, a monopoly on this to 38 states plus the District of Columbia in less than five years. It's a remarkable move. Now, we still have some states, big ones too, Texas. You, right. know, you know, California haven't figured it out. Um, and, you know, Georgia. So there's still some, but to think about where we've come in five years is amazing. What does it mean that Vegas, where the NFL was verboten, gambling yeah. and all that, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we can get a piece of that too. But what does it mean that Las Vegas, what does it mean to Vegas and to you and what you do that Vegas is hosting this game? Well, I think it's a great validator to um, America and the world that the gaming industry is mainstream adult entertainment. And I think that there was a very long time when leagues, not just the NFL, but mm -hmm. others said, you know, this gambling thing, we don't want it to touch anything in our sports because we are worried about integrity. And our argument was, look, you should, of course, be worried about integrity, always about the game. But the scandals that had happened from the Black Sox scandals in the 1910s to the Boston College yep. or other, they all happened in the illegal market. And so by legalizing game, gambling on, and betting on sports, what you're doing it is you're bringing it into the light of day. You're putting it on a, under a license structure with regulators and law enforcement so that you can be able to have better insight into, I don't know, anomalous activity, you know? And, you know, there was this, you know, pretty uh, prominent situation not too long ago where Alabama baseball coach, yep. you know, he, he threw another guy, bet against his own team because he knew that his starting pitcher, who was a ace pitcher, wasn't gonna pitch. And so, you know, it was the integrity systems that monitor betting activity that flagged it for the operators that then flagged it for law enforcement, which then flagged it for the NCAA, who then said, okay, this is BS. This is a Tuesday SEC game between Alabama and LSU, and there is no reason that there should be this much money on it. The legal market sussed that out. And so that is an, an incredible advancement. And so Adam Silver did it. You know, he really was quite helpful. I mean, he wrote an op, he wrote an op-ed in the New York Times, I think it was in 2014 or 2015, and said, sports betting should be made legal because we want the transparency. We who run leagues should have better transparency. And so uh, for people that live here, who people that um, you know, that call Las Vegas home and call Nevada home and that the gaming industry is now generations mm -hmm. of people that have been in the business. 
this is a great validating moment for us. I mean, we have the, you know, uh, Las Vegas, we've got uh, the Golden Knights, we've got now uh, the Raiders, and uh, about to have the A's, it, it, and about it, to have, that, maybe, maybe, I mean, yeah, it's no, getting, I, it, you know, I, it, yeah. we go back, you know, it goes back and forth, but uh, I would say, you know, better, more likely than not. You uh, you mentioned the integrity part of it there. Yeah. Also, I think the argument that like, I think that the people who are against it were seeing that were like, oh, well, there's, you know, there's going to be the Black Sox scandal again yeah. and all all this was it benefits legitimate sports books to have the sunlight on them because if it's not if they don't have transparency if they don't have this then they're not going to make you know they're not going to go very far before the government gets involved in them so it's mutually beneficial on both sides to have it everything in the sunlight look paul we are if not the most regulated industry mm-hmm. you know it's us and banking you know yeah. there like, there are very few I mean, the due diligence that you have to go through to get licensed in a particular state is remarkable. And it's for good reason. You know, we, they want to make sure that they have good operators in these states. And then for us, once you get a license, and then we're one of the highest taxpayers in almost every state we're in, us making sure that this is a long-term sustainable business, i.e., no one questions the legitimacy of the games, the outcomes of the games. We, more than anybody, have a vested interest in making sure that if you're going to make a bet on a particular game or a particular element of a game, that, you know, it's why you have these injury reports, right? Mm-hmm. It's why you have the advanced understanding of, you know, weather and all of the other things that would make people make decisions around betting and. Look, I think that the leagues, NCAA, everyone, you know, there has been a massive 180 degree change in terms of, look, there's more work for them to do, but there's also a lot of financial upside as well. Yeah, it was a time when Tony Romo couldn't host a fantasy football league event here because the NFL was like, oh, my God. So the Mavericks were sold to the Las Vegas Sands Corporation. Yes. Mark Cuban. uh, And we know that Texas doesn't have legal gambling at this particular time is that one of the first parts of that opening up that opportunity they had the lottery in texas and they do and they got a couple two they got two little tiny uh tribal casinos yeah and if jerry jones wants something doesn't always get it like the world cup final but when he gets involved in something it can or the dallas cowboys to the super bowl yeah uh, (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, that's a that's a whole other thing (laughs) Uh, what, but but is that the opening you see? That's a big state. We're in it. That's yep. where we're from. I so, love it. So look, look you, you've got Texas state legislature meets every other year. Um, you've got uh, you know, it's a challenging environment within the state legislature. Um, not everybody's supportive, but you do have people like Mark Cuban. You've got Jerry Jones, and now you've got you know. You know, uh, Las Vegas Sands and Miriam Adelson. And I think that it's taking probably longer than some would hope. But with the number of professional franchises in the state of Texas, the sports crazed individuals that are in Texas, we know that they want to bet on sports and. Heck, more importantly, we know they do bet on sports. Right. But really, the only way they can get bet on sports today is illegally. And so, doesn't it make sense 
to legalize sports betting and to the degree that you know the legislature thinks it's important to you know think through you know in different plate different specific geographic locations for casinos and pair up that legislation you know that that's for the legislatures to decide but i think that we're getting closer it's just incremental bill miller's with us to get american gaming association at the super bowl radio row here in las vegas so yeah it, you know you said they do bet it anyway illegal yeah. gambling so what are the numbers that like are going out for people who again like can't do it legally so they you know they've got a they've got a guy so um i think there are less guys yeah uh, because we've got more legal states yeah but there are still a lot of people that have guys yeah and or they have offshore online websites that are based out of curacao or malta or some other place and the thing about them is you know responsible gaming and responsible gambling is core to our long-term success. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that people that bet on sports understand they're not going to pay their rent or their mortgage or this is, should be commingled with their grocery bill, that this is fun in the same way they go to a you know, concert or go out to dinner or, or buy something that's you know, a non-essential thing. Online offshore sports books don't care at all about that stuff. And they also don't care Sometimes if you win, they don't care about paying you. Mm -hmm. And so, but we've been up against this for a long, long time. The online, the offshore and the illegal market, the guy and organized crime, these guys have been, had decades of head starts on us, right? Mm -hmm. we can, we've moved from one state in America that had legal sports to 38 plus DC in five years. And so all of those people that run illegal sports books, whether they be offshore or on, they're not happy about it, but what we've seen is there was a uh, there was a study that was done before the Supreme Court ruled that you know states should have the right to have legal sports books that suggested it was about a hundred the illegal market was about hundred and fifty billion dollars. Our most recent study that we did in terms of analysis showed it about sixty four billion dollars. So we're eating into the illegal market. Consumers want to pay. I mean, they want right. to play in the legal marketplace, but a lot of times they don't even know the difference. If you can find it on the internet, most people think it's legal. Right. So, uh, has, is there a study of how much money is infused in a state based on legal gambling? Is it? Is it like, why would a state not want that money? coming like for example i came from a city that was a dry county they did not have alcohol they yeah. did not beer no wine and it, you had to go 15 miles one way or the other in tyler mm -hmm. then they all of a sudden brought it in eventually the churches or others that were not wanting it they realized how much money was coming in uh and now they're a massive amount of money why would that not be something that people would want in the first place i think it's a pretty compelling argument and i think as we have seen more states legalize, the neighboring states look at it and say, I mean, I think it was Ed Rendell, who was the governor of uh, Pennsylvania for a long time, and before that he was the mayor of Philadelphia. And when Pennsylvania didn't have casinos and they didn't have sports betting, he, would, he gave a press conference and they were saying, Governor, why are you supportive of putting in casinos here and, and, and sports books? He said, because I don't like seeing my constituents drive across the bridge yes. to New Jersey to give them our Pennsylvania money. Yep. And so there is an element of FOMO, an element right. of, 
well, this should stay in our community tax rate, tax Bracket, for yeah. important social services. And look, we, in almost all of the states that we operate, particularly on the casino side, we're the highest taxpayer, bar none. We don't sit, have those situations that uh, Amazon or Jeff Bezos say, all right, these eight states compete against each other to see how much money you can give us so that we will come to your town. Mm -hmm. No, like a casino, we go to a town that got left behind by the auto industry or the steel industry or some other industry, and these people have had no economic activity for decades, and we reinvigorate those towns and cities. And so, same thing happens with sports betting. And so, we're, we definitely believe that where there has been historical opposition, it's a combination of people have been betting on sports as long as there have been sports to bet on. Policymakers understand and recognize that. That's why we've seen it happen so quick, is they said, okay, my constituents bet on sports. Let's make it legal and safe for them yep. and get some tax money. Well, look, if, if you live in Texas, you can go, you know, especially you're Dallas, you can be at Windstar Casino, which the city should be called barely Oklahoma because it's <laughs> just across the line. And then or you can go to Bossier City in Shreveport, mm -hmm. which is, again, about 30 minutes across the line. So it's it's not like that far. And that money is going quickly out of Texas. And again, you don't have to go very far. Yeah, those parking lots are never empty. No. And mm -hmm. uh yeah, I, you know, my friends and we have a number of uh, tribal nations that are members of the AGA, right. and, you know, they always talk about it as, you know, they're, they're willing to pay for the, uh, you know, the asphalt on, on the northbound side uh, <laughs> going, up, going up to Oklahoma. Um, and, but, you know, look, we saw it, we saw it in, in New York and New Jersey, right? Mm -hmm. You know, New Jersey had, had, been, had legalized sports, and New York hadn't. And the, the technology is amazing today, so... You know, Paul, if you were in New York and you had a, you know, a DraftKings or, you know, mm -hmm. a, you know, sports betting app, you could open up your app in New York, but you couldn't make a bet. But the geolocation is so good that when you cross the river, Hudson River over into New Jersey, it would go live and you could actually make a bet. And so what you saw was, you know, uh, Hoboken, Jersey City, or all you know, all right. of these towns right on the other side of the river. It wasn't sports books because New Jersey had mobile. It was just guys going over on Saturdays and Sundays, and they're taking yep. taking the path train over to New Jersey so they could have fun at a sports bar and legally bet on sports. Bill Miller, American Gaming Association. It's the Super Bowl week. It is a massive week for them and also for those who want to place a bet on so many different things. It's crazy from not just the score, who wins, but many more. Thank you for your time and good luck in the future. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me today. 365 Sports at Super Bowl 58 in Vegas continues on 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.